Pocupy. And this is Banana. And welcome to the seventh episode of Pocupine and Banana. We are so excited to be in episode seven. This means we are in the second half of the season. Yeah. So we did mention last week we'll have a 12 episode season. So we're done with six. We're on to the next six. We have interesting kind of topics and discussions coming up. So we hope you stay tuned. We just wanted to say uh, thank you to everybody who has been, you know, engaging with us, giving us feedback, criticism, uh, ideas, and so on and so forth. We appreciate and love all of you. Mm-hmm. Special shout out to Utter Lunacy, who on Anchor has been sending voice notes, which you can yeah. do that, right? So if you go into the app, if you're using Anchor, you can use the reply. It will come through to us. And then you can just let us know. This is, hey, this is who I am. This is what I think. This is what I'm thinking about this particular topic, etc., yeah. etc. Et so we appreciate you, Utter Lunacy. And if more of you want to join her, you can do that exact same. At a lunacy, you're the bomb. You are the bomb.com. Continue sharing, continue reviewing us on the platforms that you use. Give them some stars on there. Leave a comment if it does allow you to do that. We're already working on season two. It's going to be bigger, it's going to be better, much more diverse. It's going to be mm-hmm. cross country. It's a whole shindig, and we are so excited. Yeah. Um, so, for this episode, we were thinking about just relationships in general. And then we started thinking about friendships. Mm. And we, so the thing is with friendships, you form friends the minute you're born. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, who are you forming friendships with? Your parents. And then your siblings. No. And then you go to your kindergarten. Your aren't automatically your friends. In fact, I'm willing to bet most people still have parents in adulthood who are still oh, just not parents their friends. and not their friends. Okay, so you start forming <laughs> friendships the minute you go to kindergarten. At a young age. Yes, and that happens at a very young age. Mm. And it's supposed to be one of those skills that you kind of ha- like develop quite easily, or at least... Early. Yeah, early. So by the time you're like 25, <laughs> you should have Some a good done. grasp yes. on how to form friendships. Yes. Yet, and I will speak for myself. Okay. I don't. Okay. At all? Or you just feel like you could do better? I mean, I could do a lot better. Okay. Okay. It's kind of broken. Okay. It's an ICU. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we resuscitate it sometimes. Okay. It dies at others. Like, you know. Wow. Okay. Um, so we just thought we'll speak to that. Yeah. And just, how do you think you form friendships? Yo. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they just happen. No, 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 no. I do. I think it, it does differ on the context right Mm. there will be friends you meet in school and i think because of maybe my age most friends have come about through school yeah or at least something related to school but i think of later then now develop friendships outside of a school environment so intentional i'm I'm intentional (laughs) about it it starts with you know the people in your class or the people you know you know the most you know taking a sport than the people you have sports with because or like if you're religious it'll be a church community or other kind of extracurricular but would you consider those friendships or are they just like circumstantial situationships that then would dissolve the minute you no longer are in the same space. So how, okay, so those are environments where I think I form the most friendships. So you just hang out with enough people and then you just see who really vibes with you, yeah. really gets you. And obviously it has to be, you know, that one person that doesn't judge you or the one person that's like receptive of the stuff you're also interested in. Yeah. Uh, somebody who doesn't put you down and, and somebody who you are genuinely interested in knowing. Now they're presence uh, actually does make a difference you mm-hmm. do feel like you know you're being kept company because you know as human beings that's you know what we aim for so for me circumstance plus those things would maybe maybe say form a criteria yeah i am aware and that yes it can be circumstantial right mm-hmm. but then how i know it's 
for real, for real, <laughs> is obviously when you move on from yeah. that environment, right? So say you switch schools or you injure yourself and cannot play a particular sport anymore or your views change and you cannot be part of a co- actively be part of a community anymore or your views on certain things change and you don't want to be associated with certain kinds of people. You're trying to, you know, renew yourself. Mm-hmm. So once you remove yourself from that environment, if there are people who want, uh, again, able to understand where you come from, still engage with you on a human level. So I understood Porcupine as a human who has these characteristics Mm -hmm. and where she's trying to move to doesn't necessarily change those fundamentals and you still want to be friends with me post that, then sure, then I know we're friends. And same for me, like for people who have said, oh, I want to change my life, I want to become this thing. And if I feel like I can still engage with the, the essence of them that I was comfortable with or was attracted to, then... I know we're going to stay friends. That is so deep. Oh. Like, <laughs> that's how that's how you know that it was That's how you know like, they're the was, one. Yeah, no, no. no that's, how, <laughs> that's how you know it was a friendship and not circumstantial. Cuz yeah. technically what I'm saying is it lasts beyond the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day. So in a nutshell. I I have the same kind of approach to friendships. Yeah. So which I think is the same for most yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of my friends so far have been through school yeah. um or just different social groups I've been part of and then they've lost it beyond. I've moved schools a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any of my friendships have lost it beyond the school that I was in. Okay. It wasn't until I went to university that then those friendships lost it much further after. Okay. But also because I was in university, like the same university for five years, which I haven't done in any school. So it's the longest, the longest amount of time you've been in a school. Yeah. So it just gave me the time to keep up with the people and mm. then after that I realized oh you're you're cool people I could keep you in my life mm-hmm. and then also the thing is growing up we didn't have internet and we didn't have cell phones yeah so even if I did want to keep in contact there was no way well you could have been pen pals oh no no too much effort oh wow <laughs> like I like you yeah but not that much but not like that yeah <laughs> not like that you see <laughs> like you actually say oh, I just didn't have internet that's why I didn't like connect with you it's like well there are many other ways if you really wanted to just try you could have tried pen palling no i'm good yeah so. <laughs> you just didn't want to continue the friendship don't blame this on technology we were like 15 yeah i'm sure there fine. are a lot of other people in the world that could fill the same space all i'm saying is don't blame it on the technology <laughs> when you know you wouldn't have been interested anyways when i know it's me it's yeah, not you exactly. it's not technology it's you mostly we all like yeah. in school and same path i don't think we're saying anything that's kind of like unique to people but then i think you do start seeing differences in adult friendships mm-hmm. uh, especially for people who are not in the same city or town where they went to high school so people who have moved or people who are doing something different from what most of their friends were doing yeah. so you're studying something different or you're working in a different industry or now you're hanging out with a now more diverse yeah group of people either income level wise race wise uh sexual orientation wise and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff essentially as we grow personally and we grow in how we interact with the world you get to see like this this different emphasis of what friendship is for different people yeah right which is what i'm saying for people who have undergone those changes i think it's easier to have the conversation so given that what would you say you have observed or have experienced um friendship be for you as a young adult are you adulting? <laughs> I think before it just meant somebody I'm gonna spend a good time with, and then and then that's it. Like I don't expect anything from my friends other mm. than a good time, like, uh, a good job, yeah, a hang, 
uh, yeah, hang. <laughs> Essentially. Now I expect oh so much more. Ooh. And I'm not doing <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but that's the thing. As you I'm evolve, kidding. your I'm relationships kidding. evolve and yeah. you start to expect more things from them. Yeah. And so there's... So friendships definitely mean much, much more to you now. Oh yeah, even if we don't hang, mm. we could still be friends because yeah. there is a lot more than just quality time that you could give me. Yeah. And um, what, what, what are some of those things? Emotional support. I expect that if I'm in a slump, mm. which turns out I'm in quite a lot. Oh, God. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I just would like to find a person I could talk to. Yeah. They don't have to solve my problems. Yeah. They could just listen and I would know that they empathize and they're there for me. Because uh, FYI, very few people, if any at all, can solve your problems. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. And so don't expect your friends to. Yeah, and I don't expect them to. Yeah. Like, I, if I can't solve them, you can't. Mm-hmm. Like it's reliability. Reliability. Oh. You better show up. <laughs> if you have a pressing matter and you can't be there, yeah. I'm fine with that. But it's, if our entire friendship is you showing up when you need me, there's going to be trouble there. Yeah, that's very parasitical. Yeah. Yeah, tell me when I'm acting like shit. Yeah. Like, just don't go with the yeah. flow because you don't want to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I think like, you can assess enough of my feelings to know, okay, she needs to hear this so that she doesn't wreck herself and wreck other people in their relationships. But also tell us in a nice way. Like, <laughs> no, because there's a, there's a difference. You yeah. know when somebody is out there to get you. Yeah. And then you know He's when somebody is actually... Yeah. And kind of malice about it. Yeah, or when they just really want you to do better. Uh, so and how do you know the difference? In the way they say it. Even the look on their face. <laughs> or, but I mean, somebody else can put that on, right? So yeah. somebody you, you don't know. So say your boss, for example, your boss is not your friend and your boss wants you to do better in a certain area. They could look at you with enough like grace and kindness and use all the right words and the soft the softest tone and give it to you but I think what makes a friend different is that you know they know where you're coming from yeah like they can pinpoint the motive or the rationale behind it so it's not just correcting or talking about a behavior but it's like I even know why you might have normalized this or I even know why yeah. you might have where you might be justifying this mm-hmm. and I, I want to get to that as opposed to just the action yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's not about again circumstances it's mm. let's say let's discuss this where does this come from yeah how can you get past this? And then they actually follow up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a one-time thing also, yeah. right? Okay. And then also somebody who really celebrates all your wins with you. Yes, cheer yeah. me on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you the woman. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell, you could really tell when a friend is proud of what you're doing. Yeah. Or when they're just when they're just there because there's drinks at that party where they're celebrating you. Yeah, um, and you can even take it as further as looking for opportunities to celebrate yourself. Yeah, right. So not just jumping on a bandwagon where other people are celebrating them. Especially, I think now that we're young, we you know getting elected into these positions, getting yeah. these jobs, getting these accomplishments in school, winning these award, winning that grant. We're in that phase of life right now where almost every second week there is somebody within your friend circle that's mm-hmm. you know hashtag winning it's probably the week that you are literally getting like being ignored and nothing of yours is, seems to be materializing and it's, it's really just like emotional maturity thank you i think if you've been following us for a while now you'll understand how much we really value emotional maturity because we've yeah. been hurt <laughs> okay wow speak for yourself hey for no yourself. this year you're in this with me no you're in this with me 
hurt. She says we've been hurt. By who? No, and this isn't like deep hurt, but we've been exposed to situations where emotional maturity was not granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah emotional intelligence and emotional maturity. There, there, there will be that, right? So it's, it's one part to then say, okay, I can find it within me to celebrate my friend even thing, when things are not going well. But I guess the step forward I was mentioning was if there's somebody saying, hey, we're looking to celebrate people. Say, hey, I have a friend. Either could use this or genuinely deserves, those, deserves yeah. to be celebrated. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be, oh, it's been a while since my friend. Like, no, no, no. It could be, I actually know the perfect person who deserves. You can even take it a step further to yeah. that as well. And I think one of the biggest things on how I viewed friendship really differed was in the past, I would think of friends as people I would see every single day or people who would always text or call. Mm-hmm. And that has really changed yeah. because you grow up, you, come, you become busy with the world and you know other people are as busy as you are. And mm-hmm. so you kind of... You're not constantly speaking, especially if you move to other countries, mm. even if you're in another city, heck, even if you're in different industries mm. in the same city. Yeah. You're, you both are, are on like, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah, different timelines. Mm. But a friend would still like take that five minutes break every week and just kind of like send you that text like yeah how you doing or a voice note i this is the thing for me i really just there are many alternatives yeah if you're sitting at a desk and you're like i don't have time to call you have my email address send me an email like an email saying hey hope you're doing well you have my email address you could do that if you want to be seen on your phone or you just kind of feel like it takes a lot to be and especially if you just feel like it's a drag to be texting a friend Uh yeah they're really your friend anyways so do that if you're you know on your phone that's the thing different friends have different needs and you need to figure out if you can be friends with people who present certain needs to you. Yeah. Like, oh, if, if it's that text. And that's the thing. With calling, I know people are just iffy about calling. I'm sometimes iffy about calling. Yeah. Send a voice note. I'm that voice note person. People are like, oh, it's weird. I was like, well, you do want to hear this person's voice. I don't want to be typing paragraphs. I could literally just say what I'm going to type in seven sentences in yeah. like literally 30 seconds. You could do that too. Yeah, like you technology can, has taken us far. Yeah. So just you use can it. FaceTime yeah. on, you know, you're in an Uber going from... Yeah point A to point B, it's gonna take you 15 minutes, you're sitting there, you could listen to music which you listen to all the time, or you could just like FaceTime somebody, and then you see your face, mm-hmm. you hear their voice, you catch up, you know they're okay, you move and on good. with your life, yeah. we'll chat again next month, nobody's... So, you move on with your life, and you still have a friend, so it's a win-win. Yeah, I know people are engaged, and people have different stresses, but if you claim, that at least, th- th- there's many ways, yeah. and like I said, it's not like, oh, every day I'm gonna be sending you voice notes. It's been three months, and then you're like, oh my god, you disappeared, friend, and if I disappeared, then that's, I think, enough to know we're not really Okay. So speaking about that, did you ever have to like, when you moved to a new part of your life or or when you changed and your needs changed or whatever, did you ever have to like break up with a friend? No, I don't think I've... Really? If it means you can tell we're receding in terms of amount of times that we talk, there'll be that. So you phased it out. You didn't actually like have a sit down. We're not really going to work out. Uh, No, 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 no. I mean, there are people who I don't talk to as often, but I know we. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. And those are people I know are, like, my yeah. friends, right? We don't need to be sending each other memes every day. It's literally, like, once every two months, I'll send a phone call, send a text. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm in town, can we hang kind of vibe? There'll, there'll be those. There are those. It's just what it is. You said when you're moving around. But for people I'm, I'm no longer friends with, there was never a sit-down. Okay. Yeah, just... Just like... Know, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's been two years and we haven't spoken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, no, I, I think... I think I've had one of those sit-downs and talks. I've been given the talk, and I have given the talk. Ooh. Say more. (laughs) What? It was all in university. Oh, wow. Uh, University was like a hectic time for me. Uh 
No, you know in university, you start joining all these different clubs, you start exploring more about yourself, what you really like to indulge in, what you don't like, and all mm. that. I was slightly moving away from the circle of friends I already had, mm. because they no longer fit who I was. They didn't do anything I did, they didn't talk about anything I was interested in. We no longer fit together. The biggest reason why I was just no longer comfortable in the friendships I had was because they actually bashed all the new things I was doing, and all the new people I was hanging out with. Mm. It just seemed like a very awkward situation. Mm. So what I did is I phased it out. Mm. You know, they would be like, oh, we're hanging out on Wednesday. Wanna come through? Mm. And I'm like, oh no, I got that other thing. Mm. I can't, blah, blah, blah. They finally actually told me that, hey, we gotta like meet up. We did. And they were like, okay, so you've been doing these particular things, which have been really hurtful. We kind of feel that <laughs> you, you and yeah, us are no longer, I know, I know. Okay. No, honestly, they had a right. Okay. Like, I really did not handle with the maturity I should have handled it with. Like, I should have just sat them down and went like, okay, this is no longer working. Okay, do you think it's because they still considered you a friend? Yeah, they definitely did. And you just weren't explicit about the fact that no, you we're not want to be yeah. friends. So that was actually, we had a huge talk about like, okay, this is what's happening. This is where I'm at. This is where you guys at. Clearly, we don't have common ground anymore. It was a very constructive talk. It wasn't like we weren't blaming each other for stuff. Mm. And to this day, we would check up on each other like every couple of months. Mm. But we're no longer like friends, friends. Yeah. So that was yeah. so you, okay. That that's was my a breakup story. Who did you sit down? No, those were like I don't want to say terrible friends, but they were terrible friends. Okay. <laughs> this girl that I knew, who I considered a really good friend, but mm-hmm. then she started ghosting me. The worst thing about breaking up with a friend is it's way worse than breaking up with a significant other. Yeah. I just sat her down and I was like, this no longer works for me, and I'm not willing to just phase it out. I actually want you to know what you did. Cold turkey. Yeah. Wow. And I want you to know that you hurt me this particular. No. I was hurt. I was so hurt. Okay. She apologized, which I then was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Sure. She accepted the apology. Yeah. But and I she was just so... wanted to make sure that she does better with other people going forward. Yeah. I was just not with you. Yeah. That's the thing. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not willing to go into a friendship again with you. Yeah. But like, good luck with other people. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so as you were saying that, I was just thinking one other thing, right? Which is sometimes you do, say, for example, if it's not through school and maybe somebody you met through a mutual friend. Yeah. And then now you know, exchange numbers or there was a group text that you were on and now you you know texting individually and then you starting to realize oh no 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 to this person being friends means dinner every sunday yeah facetime every wednesday text every morning news articles sharing and discussing every evening kind of vibe once you realize that right do you ghost do you set boundaries how do you fall line and how do you introduce ways of being in adult friendships that are new because like forming friendships legit legit friendships when you're older i think is slightly it's so hard. I don't know about so hard, but it's slightly harder because you know people are coming into your lives with a fully yeah. fleshed life of some sort. Yeah, it's no longer I like pink, you like pink, let's be friends. Yeah. It's more of what are your political standpoints <laughs> on this thing? <laughs> How do you, do you view these matters? Yeah. But I mean, it could also be do you enjoy red or white? Like, obviously, we can continue the conversation beyond wine, right? Yeah. And then that's when we, we know we're not necessarily acquaintances, but now we're becoming friends. Yeah. So there can be certain similarities, but I think it's slightly harder, like I said, because you just, again, people have like certain opinions about certain things, especially if they're not willing to move on there. And then now you're realizing, oh, we're becoming friends, but then certain parts of them are starting to come up that I'm not uh-huh. comfortable with. And now you have to make a decision. Either... I enforce certain boundaries around, listen, you cannot say these things to me or we cannot go to these places or you really cannot expect this from me or 
as overall as a person i just cannot be friends with you it's not just the circumstances that i would like altered it's yeah. you i don't want to be friends with uh, so like there was ways in which you can decide i don't want to be friends with you which is you know like you said you you get set down or you, you know you just kind of phase off but for, for for the type where you're like okay i just need to i think we can still we have enough in common i think yeah. we really do enjoy each other i really just need you to not expect this much of me how do you set those boundaries and how do you enforce them that was a very long-winded yeah. question no but you already kind of answered it it's just like open communication and I really do think that's one of the most important parts of a friendship. So, like, you, you sit them down, or you just, like, whenever you're hanging, you just yeah, be like... Yeah, you're just like... But what, how, how do you say it? I'm talking about, like, your personal experiences. Okay, saying. so my personal experiences. I, I think I handle friendships a bit differently, especially if we're not in the same city okay. or in the same country. We're so in the same physical Yeah, relation. I find it very difficult to reach out and I find it very draining to continuously have conversations on the phone or in whatever form. Mm. I'm generally not as present as other people would want me to be or I'm just a person who doesn't require much presence from a friendship while the other person would want me to talk to them every two days for example mm. and I wouldn't need that. Yeah. So then we would have a problem and I did have this with, with a friend mm -hmm. who wanted me to be in contact continuously mm -hmm. when I didn't do that. Yeah. And you were like, uh, no. I wasn't particularly, uh, no. I just, I think I didn't know how important it was. To them. To them. Yeah. And so I just didn't show up when I was expected to. Yeah. And, no. <laughs> you weren't reliable. I wasn't reliable. I'm so sorry. But what happened is that friend actually talked to me. and was like, you have been doing this and this and this. Yeah. And this is how I see friendships. And this is how I understand that I am valued in a friendship. Okay. So this is what I expect to see. Yeah. Mm. So the way you have been treating me shows me that you don't value me as a person or as a friend. Mm. So if that's the case, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I just would like to know where I stand in this friendship that we have. <sighs> Did I, I have the most intense friendship conversations. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually so shocked because up until that conversation, I thought that friend was like amazing. Well, I still think so, but I really thought we were like solid. I had to slightly up my communication. And that's the thing. I think we sit and we get to a compromise. So I'm like, okay, I'm not willing to call you every single day. Mm. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Mm. I know it's not realistic for my life. I not. I know it's not realistic for my mental health. Yes. So this is the number of times I'm gonna call you. Is that okay for you? And we talk and we get to a certain however... Yeah, like, and I think that is very important in all friendships. Just say, this is what I expect from you because you don't really expect the same things from everyone. Yeah. And sometimes I think you're privileged enough to in friendships where you can tell, okay, my friend is moving into this phase of life. They obviously are not going to be as yeah, available as either yeah. as on a phone. So I'll send them maybe pictures once a week and can only really expect them to call me back once a month. Yeah. Kind of vibe. So you, you, sometimes you're lucky enough to have friends who can see you walking through phases and know. Give you the yeah. space to... Uh, exactly. The time demands yeah. that are now being introduced into your life. And sometimes you have people who don't have full view of essentially what your new life is becoming. So they think you're ignoring them. So it's like, you know, you're in a new place, but how does it differ? And if yeah. they cannot comprehend how that changes your life, yes, I can foresee how that could be a problem. Those you might need to just be like, okay, maybe I have other things to do as well. Yeah. I'm going to ask this, obviously, of both of us. Yeah. In what ways have you been like... A really sucky a, friend? A, a sucky friend. Like <laughs> a, a trash, trash friend. Ooh. I've been a trash friend, man. I mean, yeah, hey, like, me too, I've hey? been a trash friend. One of the biggest things is I moved to South Africa. Most of my friends are back home. 
I found it very difficult to stay in contact as much as they would like. It's mostly because I've become very busy with what I have here. So you use your free time for other things. And this is the thing when you say you're busy sometimes. Yeah. You mean you don't have time for anything? It's like, no, I do. It's just the ways in which I like to relax from what I'm busy with does not include being on the phone all the time. And sometimes things that are happening in my life are so overwhelming. And I know that if I call you, I will have to rehash these things. Mm. And I'm not ready to do that. Mm. And I don't want to do that. And I know you will not accept otherwise. And so, so I would not saying this is their fault it is just what it is yeah and so i get continuously sent messages that are just like filled with insults basically oh, oh not bad insults no we, we are at that stage where we could casually insult each oh, okay. other okay. <laughs> okay i know i've dropped the ball tremendously yeah. with those friends so yours have been mostly like well one that you mentioned as you were evolving as a person yeah and then but i think the biggest chunk is because you no longer physically in the same place yeah right? which is why i was saying earlier it's an interesting conversation to have with people who are no longer where they used to be at least physically yeah. because that's when you get to know I mean what really yeah. matters you get to the crux of what is to be realistically expected of adult friendships and I think one of the also like biggest things that my friends and I have been going through is they've been going through really tough times mm. and so have I mm. so both of us are in this very difficult position in our lives as bad as this sound I do not think I have the capacity to handle other people's problems in a sense mm. or engage properly with them I feel like I'm barely extremely struggling with my own adding to that really just sinks me completely yeah. that has also kind of hindered the friendship on both our sides and it's just man it's a lot it's a lot for me yo there's so many i think there are parts where i've probably just iced people out why it's probably because i observed something that i've been voicing i'm uncomfortable with okay. that kept on happening and i probably just decided it's not worth having a conversation anymore yeah. i mean i think i've laid my burdens bare i have been as vulnerable as i can be i've been as open as i can be uh, they were interceptive yeah and i'm at a point where i'm literally asking you to change who you are and i don't think our friendship is worth you changing who you are especially also, it's, when it's you're not fair to ask people to change yeah. who they are yeah so i just it's just like let's make this easier yeah. both of us probably Toodles. them out. probably like legit ended all conversation there's probably like maybe three people where this has happened with like okay. in terms of friends yeah, right? yeah and it was because it was like literally getting to be like a borderline insulting mm-hmm. text and it wasn't like oh play play around yeah, just, yeah. Oh, who do you think you are yeah. who do you? and it's like yeah. i am trying to figure out who i am but i definitely won't do it under under your judgment the things I envision for myself that are way better than the things you see of me right now and I'm gonna go ahead and actually attempt to do them and be them yeah. if you're uncomfortable with just how that distances me from you I cannot help you uh, and some people so cause this is the thing I think of the three people two of them we still talk in person like yeah. I see you at a because we you know if we have single yes. circles or whatever my producer hi how are you doing great 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 mm-hmm. and I'm sure there are ways in which they experienced me that was like unfair ways in I experienced them that was unfair it's it's not that mm-hmm. there's animosity like that it's just for me once we get into oh I have access to porcupine in this way then so you basically put them in the acquaintances seal yeah I know I know yeah. I know of you yeah wow I know not even <laughs> I know you no it's I know of you no 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 because that's the thing sometimes the people I still know because it's like it's like okay I've, I, I see you and I know what you're up to yeah. some people I just don't know what they've been up to in the last 10 years I can't yeah. claim yeah, to I be know friends, them yeah. well to, to even know them like I can't claim yeah. to be friends I can't claim to know them I know of you so they'll be that and the same that goes for me they'll probably be like I know of her we'll probably either went to high school together or went to this conference together or yeah. like we played in this playground together but yeah anyways but I digress this is about how I have yeah. been how you've effed it up yeah, I think <laughs> when I was younger, there was just a weird cattiness, you know. Really? Yeah. You catty? 
Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. imagine that. Oh come on! <laughs> no, I could totally imagine it. <laughs> like, totally imagine oh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had some catty moments, and I think they were around. And I think they all had. Well, most of them had to do with boys. One in particular, I remember. You know, rumors like primary school. And then someone's like, oh, she likes this person. She wrote him like a note. And she was like, hey, do you want to go get ice cream with me? And then, like, I practically joined the whole slut shaming wagon. Yay! Yeah. Also, primary school, you started early. No, it wasn't slut shaming like you're a slut, but just kind of like, I know, you still started early. a little too. That's where we all get it. You get it in primary primary school. My primary school was never like that. That's not true. Also, it was all girls, so maybe that. But no, but but no, no, it doesn't help. It's particularly where most of these kids are. You mean to tell me they weren't girls that were like, you can't hang with us because your ponytail is not high enough, or like, you don't wear the right No, I've never had. That. That's there. Like, um, yeah. like, you know, it's just kind of hard. You have the kids that are into Disney. I never watched Disney, so I didn't know anything. About I'm, I'm trying about. to educate her. It's taking a while. I'm but not, like, no. <laughs> You're brainwashed as kids to be damsels in distress waiting for a My best charming on a white horse. Yes. <laughs> She's still waiting for one. 25 and still waiting for one. I'm glad I did not watch that stuff. So there were, there were ways in which, you know, when you're younger, you yeah. catty. I think there were enough older people who yeah. knew we were friends and they saw me do that and that. just you because you don't agree with what she did or you don't think it was appropriate doesn't mean you have to join the world as they're shunning her I think that was an important lesson I'd rather just keep quiet and have a conversation with you if I don't think you're receptive fine I'll keep it to myself but I will not uh-huh. join the anthem and you know sing it from the rooftop probably a few judgmental episodes when, on your part yeah on my part I thought you tried to avoid judgment I do I do try yeah. I, I can think maybe of two circumstances where I can now see I did not have enough information uh-huh. to make that judgment that's the thing this whole avoiding judgment I don't think you can not judge people overall I think you can just not condemn them yeah. for having come to certain conclusions about either what they did or you can at least not put a blanket statement about what they are because of the one thing that they do yeah so don't maliciously judge basically just like for me i count it as judgment like you you, you have to exercise judgment and caution in mm-hmm. everything you do so it's just like oh if if porcupine lied about something is it that she's overall you know a pathological liar or is it that there was something that was so important to her that she obviously you know was trying to protect yes uh-huh. you shouldn't have lied but i want to get to what is it about the opposite end that scared yeah. you so much and i then have to deal with the whole where do I prioritize truth yeah. when it comes to, you know, saving myself or saving other people or protecting other people or protecting, protecting myself, uh-huh. etc. So did you judge, stop, you judge somebody so you no longer became friends or like how did that affect you? It was very clear that I overstepped. This wasn't in public, it was in conversation with them. Oh. I think my words were a little too scathing. As much as I was, I was hearing what they were saying, I just wasn't convinced that the reason was strong enough. Came off as we're having a conversation, they explaining themselves to me and I'm like, you had enough reason reasons to still not go that way or say that or uh-huh. treat that person that kind of way um yikes yeah and it was it was a very high horse kind of situation that i was yeah. on i was like whoa who do you think you yeah. are like who did you think you were at the time and i mean it is what it is and i don't actually now that i think of it i don't think it had anything to do with me particularly it was how they were treating other people yeah uh and the, their main thing was you're friends with me yes i might have mistreated somebody but you're not friends with them and this whole conversation seems to be about them and, as yeah. though you know them and yeah. how deep this is gonna cut for them and i was like oh you know it doesn't matter cause so it's, it's a principle thing yeah it was on a principle thing really got on a high horse there i did yeah it was disgusting <laughs> it really was it really was bad and it was weird because i don't really do that with my friends 
much. No, but that's the thing. I feel friendships will always bring the best and the and worst, the worst out. out in you. Like, <laughs> that is very true. They really will. Like that they test you so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to, you know, and this one, because it was a conversation between the two of us, there was enough hurt and frustration that it just kind of, it fizzled out. Like yeah. the, the friendship couldn't sustain it anymore. Yeah. So then I had to do a lot of the work to think through, I think, you know, it comes up like, oh, this is the thing I used to do with my friend, or this yeah. is a perspective that my friend, you know, had, or these are, you know, kind of circumstances yeah. where my friend had such great insights on. And then yeah. it's like, wait, why aren't we friends anymore? Yeah. And then I start thinking through it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I did yes, that. that thing happened. But I mean, how many things have I done that I've had to be, you know, yeah. called out on? Especially like we, we're growing, like we mentioned last episode, we, we're growing and we're trying and trying. And how much grace have I been given in that conversation? I just seemed to just, I was just unrelenting about my position. Yeah. And it was just, I was not backing out. And really, who did I think I was? I think I now actively try to not do that and it's weird because I don't do like I say I don't do that often it's just with that one situation it just kind of felt like I don't know maybe there was some insecurities around what was happening yeah or who they displayed themselves to be in that moment uh, probably was projecting and had my own issues around the same situation that I was trying to correct by just being unrealistic for me my life experiences and most of the people around me are people who um, physically move around a lot people who have listen very dynamic relationships with you know friends and family meaning that what it means to be anchored in a relationship is not always a given uh-huh. um and so on and so forth so i mean for me my my phone is always open don't call me text me so there's, there's, there's that so i'm available <laughs> like, in that sense in like even when you're saying what you are willing to offer in friendships you have so many limits you're like don't call no but that's yeah. the thing i like to set the boundary so like, like the things that we mentioned earlier right uh-huh. i'm fairly reliable when i cannot make it i will let you know yeah yeah that's actually more important like i don't want you to always be there but i need you to tell me when you can't i would so appreciate that yeah the word no is is not foreign to me and it's not a deal breaker yeah and it's it's like hi guys i I don't know what that is but yes meaning like no hot feelings oh yeah hi gabby (laughs) totally I don't expect perfection. I'm not bringing perfection. There'll be that. No, I will say. Either in, oh, let's go hang out in this place. Yeah. No, I don't want to hang. Not even, oh, I can't make it. That I w- I'm able to say. But even just like, I, I just don't want to be in that space. You know, speaking of no's, I'm, so I was always a yes person. Like, I would actually do something I really don't want to do because I don't want to let people down I don't, and I don't want to say no. And then I started learning the power of no and understanding that it doesn't really mean... I don't like you or we're not friends it just means i can't do that yeah and like, i remember no has saved a lot of relationships no i remember the first time i told you no you were so shocked yeah you were like what yeah <laughs> and no but this is the thing she was saying no for no sake no i wasn't yes i was. actually didn't want to do it though no so this is the thing this is something that we had spoken about earlier in the day and then i was like okay so we're gonna do it and she was like no obviously i'm shook because <laughs> this is not something i'm used to hearing from her and this is the thing we really need to get used to people evolving and saying no so there was that lesson for me to have but also i'm just kind of reluctant to accept this no because it's like we legit two hours ago we're having this conversation and you're on board so are you just saying no just to just you know flex your muscles and you know practicing no on me perfect she was practicing her no on me and saying no for something that she actually wanted to do and which is fine because now i know the nose we we don't take it personally yeah it it is what it is i know there's there's something about office being the stage that we're in 
being in the stage that we're in right now when it comes to money me showing up for your birthday could mean being calling you. you and just being there yeah. it could mean bringing you over we can just cook dinner for two uh-huh. we'll do that just because I don't want to pay to be on the yacht that you organized don't mean I'm your friend yeah. <laughs> I, showing up means different things and for me it's important that you know showing up doesn't necessarily mean breaking Flash my back yeah. balance for you uh, and I think I'd like to keep that even going forward even like once you start working and all that kind of stuff it's it's not monetary at uni level it's almost like we must all dressed in all white like you're always and trying then... to show off I mean when you don't have it you try to show it off so yeah that's just kind of the culture around yeah. it I've never kind of pandered to it. Other things just kind of like, I'll tell it as I see it. And I hope you tell me the same. And when I'm being unreasonable and other kind of stuff. So I just, quite honestly, if you know my personality and you know me, you will not be sidelined by anything that I do as a friend. I will have your back. We'll cover you. In different ways. Yeah. It doesn't have to be in a particular way. And one of the things I've really come to appreciate about the friendships I have is you and I don't have to be exactly the same. We don't have to hold the same opinions. We don't have to think of things in one particular way we could be extremely different and that's what really makes the friendship count we will though hold the same principles Mm. in the important stuff fundamental yeah we don't have to think of them in exactly the same way Mm. but like deep deep down you and i believe the same thing Uh, so you know friendship sometimes you done dirty sometimes you do dirty sometimes Uh you show up and show out and your ideas of what it is evolve and we hope that i at least hope for me that continues that that is a trend and not a once-off thing call a friend appreciate a friend tell them what you appreciate about them yeah i'm actually gonna end this and go call all my friends back home because i have been a sucky sucky friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah and, and when they tell you something is is up decide whether it's something you're willing to change or not and just move on don't don't hold people hostages just because you've known them 20 years or 10 years or doesn't mean you years, have to continue knowing doesn't them. mean you have to yeah. if it really is detrimental it's toxic it's abusive it's violent it's i'm always trying to catch up with my friend they buy this i buy that they say this i do that i post yeah. this picture they post that they get this grant i'm gonna go for the other one because uh. it's bigger you know you're not you're not in a friendship you can be in you know a competition and know you're in a competition it's been good don't forget to listen share and we wish you many great friendship moments <laughs>